Well, it has been a massive weekend at the box office for two much-hyped movies. How good are the new stools? Yes. <laughs> the other one's from Bunnings. These are great. I have to sit up straight, uh, though, yeah. so that's okay. Uh, Pete, we've got new stools for this segment, mate. Our entertainment editor joins us. What do you think of the new stools? They look fantastic. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, we're going for fantastic. Uh, yeah. People Incredible f- weekend at the, at the box really? office for the movies. Yeah, these two movies, Barbie and Oppenheimer, so they've joined the names together to call them Barbenheimer to refer to the joint force of these movies together. So over the weekend, internationally, Barbie, in Australian dollars, $497 million for Barbie. $259 million for Oppenheimer. That gives us a total of $756 million Australian dollars. Just these two movies in their first weekend. Now, there's all sorts of other record-breaking facts and figures. It's a bit bamboozling in a way. Here's a good one, though. It's the biggest opening ever for a female director, and that's Greta Gerwig with Barbie. So she is in the history books now, and until someone takes it over, that's her big claim to fame. Barbie is the fifth biggest ever opening of a movie that's not a prequel or a sequel. So, you know, like Oppenheimer, which has had great reviews, it's all about the hype. You know, give people a good movie, market it well, and people will turn up. Now, in the case of Oppenheimer, that has, it's the second biggest opening of a biopic ever. So this has been a great exercise in hype. Bearing in mind, of course, they only just got in in time before the actors strike. None of that publicity machine, which went right around the world, particularly with Barbie, all those photo ops and staging those events, people dressed in pink. That couldn't have happened once the actor strike began. So it's been a great weekend for box office receipts. And for Margot Robbie, of course, who really was a driving force in making that movie happen, she has had a very successful weekend financially. Do you, do you reckon the producers of Oppenheimer are looking back and going, I wish we dressed everyone in pink? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? did really well. But there's talk of people going and seeing both movies at once. They're seeing Barbie and then they're hanging around seeing oh. Oppenheimer as well. I'm, look, I'm so happy for Margot Robbie. Yes. Like, she, well, she hasn't got much going for her otherwise, no. has she? Yes. So, like, I'm just so happy this Barbie thing's worked out for her. No, yeah. Massive congratulations. She's been the driving force behind it. Um, yeah. Tony Bennett's wife has spoken about her husband after his passing, Pete. Yeah, so we noted his passing at the weekend, just shy of 97 years old. An extraordinary career. I mean, and a beautifully managed career too. His son Danny stepped in at a time when Tony really wasn't travelling so well in a professional sense or a personal sense and took over his career and said let me look after you and he really got him to be rediscovered by people and young audiences too you know teaming him up with Katie Lang and Dana Kral and the Red Hot Chili Peppers people began to think wow this guy's terrific so he assumed that role of being sort of the granddaddy of show business and really the last of the great crooners to emerge during the 50s but and of course in more recent times we know he's been battling Alzheimer's and that took a toll on on him. His wife Susan put up a beautiful picture that was taken in Central Park. There's a, a park bench there where he used to go and sit and people are turning up and putting flowers there. It's actually marked as Tony Bennett's bench. So oh. I'm sure that's going to become a tourist attraction in its own right from here on in. But yeah, a 
remarkable career. And Lady Gaga, of course, gave him that last burst, if you like. Even though he was battling Alzheimer's, they still went out and did the shows together and recorded. And it was quite fascinating to watch. And if you saw the 60 Minutes story that Anderson Cooper did, where Tony, to be, to be blunt about it, was kind of out of it, didn't really know what was going on. But once he heard music, the pianist arrived into the apartment and started playing their piano. And you could see his eyes light up. There he is walking off stage for the very last time. Yeah. And, you know, Lady Gaga was great to him and, and he in turn gave her great cred by working with her. It was a beautiful, beautiful combination. So hats off to the incredible Tony Bennett. Yeah, what an incredible innings, Pete. Now let's move on. And it seems Will I Am isn't willing to, isn't willing to clarify some key points about his new song with Britney Spears, right? Yes, yeah, so we touched upon this. I smelt a rat, if you like, on Friday uh, because it just seemed to me Britney wasn't doing any publicity to hype up the release of Mind Your Business, their track together. And Will I Am certainly was, and sp speaking incredibly highly about Britney. Now, they, of course, 10 years or so ago had a hit with Shout and Scream. I said on Friday, is this actually a new track? And I think now it's pretty clear that it's not a new track. It's something they recorded back then and have taken it out of the bottom drawer and have remastered it and remixed it and given a, a more current sound. But they never went into the studio together again. Now, Will I Am is basically not confirming or denying anything. He is indicating in his view that music is like a fine wine. You can just leave it there and then bring it out eventually and it will be appreciated for what it is. It can age well with time. Not everybody's going to agree with that, but certainly in his case, he believes that's the way it works. It's not important when it was recorded. Okay. It's whether you like it or not. Uh, Lizzo put on quite the show in Sydney last week, last night, Pete. Yes, so she is continuing with this great tradition of doing the shoey on stage. So here she was at the Kudos Bank Arena last night and she decided she had to get into this great Australian tradition. She did it. And oh. of course, we've seen <laughs> it's, oh. other people have been doing it too. You know, Harry Styles did it. I think that was much earlier this year, very successfully. We enjoyed that when he did it. Uh, Post yeah. Malone has also done it. And of course, so. Uh, Another entertainer by the name of Mr. Larry Emder has also been seen to do it as well at the... Uh, what was it at, Larry? Do you oh, the remember? CMC Country uh, Music Festival here. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, a, look, that's an uggy, is it? It's an uggy. <laughs> Very is Australian. But can, can I just... Say, yeah, yeah, that was qualified. But can I say, Lizzo's doing the... Like, she's got the bottle in the shoe. That's, yes, I think that's, the, that's cheating. I think doctors oh. recommend that way <laughs> yeah. to avoid tinea of the mouth. Exactly. But it's not well, quite I want to see Andrea Bocelli do it when he tours next. That's yeah. what I'm hanging out for. Thank you, idea. Pete. We're going to catch Thank up you. with you later in the show, of Bye. course. See you there.